0: Welcome back to the Aldente podcast. Um, bit of a change again since last time uh, in light of the increasingly, I guess, severe situation with COVID 19, the virus. We are now holding this po- podcast virtually, so we've got somewhat of a complex setup. Um, we are Messenger audioing each other through our phone. I'm recording through my laptop. John's recording through his phone. We're listening to. Hey, yo. Yeah, it's very um, complicated. So I'm so sorry, Chris, again, our, our sound guy. Um, but hopefully he'll be able to manage with this interesting recording setup. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to um, do our best with keeping um, a safe distance from non essential peoples, I guess. Um, And we have actually got a couple updates since Wednesday. There have been huge changes in Australia and worldwide. Um, John has got a couple updates for you in regards to COVID-19.
1: So with regards to the COVID-19 pandemic that we have on our hands just live from the John Hopkins University and Medical uh, Coronavirus Resource Centre, there are 275,000 worldwide cases confirmed with 11,399 total deaths unfortunately. The good news is that 88,256 people have recovered. Uh, in Australia on this front, I believe there are 50 confirmed in Adelaide as we're recording this podcast. It's currently 4.03 on the 21st of March and uh, I think cases have just exceeded a thousand for Australia as well so there's some food for thought just um, to reinforce mm-hmm. social distancing measures what the government has implemented uh, on a personal front I've actually got my brother coming back in a couple of hours from Philadelphia uh, he's somehow made 7news.com today with uh, <laughs> his dis- displeasure with his displeasure with uh, Jetstar and the Sydney airport but I cannot wait I cannot stress enough as well I cannot wait to have him back on Adelaide soil so it should be good to have him back everybody will be together and as as elaine i'll just second what she said hope everybody's safe hope everybody's staying well and uh, yeah hopefully this podcast today is a little bit different we're going to offer you a bit of a distraction so um what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be going through some recommendations on netflix for some movies that uh, we think are worth watching so i hand back to elaine to open up the first uh, to, to open up the uh, premise rather of uh, what we're trying to do with this podcast today.
0: Yeah, so obviously um, a lot of us now, especially in dentistry, we don't have university, um, so lots lots of free time on our hands and also since we are limited to, um, I guess, staying at home as much as we can, that, that leaves us with a lot of time to watch films, which is our topic for today. We've got seven categories, um, all sort of uh how, how to describe this. <laughs> So there's seven different categories and each one of them, uh, John and I have chosen a film to talk about. John will start with the first film and then I'll talk about the second one. I have also chucked a TV show in there because I couldn't think of um, a film for one of the categories. But I hope you guys enjoy this. I guess I'll start with the first category, which is a film to watch if you need to switch off for two hours.
1: So... The film that I picked for this category, and you can actually watch them in threes if you really like, it's the John Wick trilogy. So I recently so just good. watched uh, John Wick 3, Parabellum. Elaine knows how good it is as well. Um, so, so, good. Basically, tit- it's about the titular protagonist, John Wick. Um, Who is effectively... played by
0: the wonderful Keanu Reeves.
1: Yes, he is indeed. Now, one thing I love about action movies are when you can explain them in more or less a sentence so this isn't really spoiling too much but um, this film is literally about Assassin has his dog killed is out for revenge against the mob is pretty much the first way that I can describe the first film and it accelerates from there. It has some of the most amazing action set pieces of 21st century cinema. Uh, It's incredible. Some of the uh, gun-fu is what I like to call it uh, the action with the guns. Um, Spoiler alert, there is uh, some action with John Wick and a pencil. I'll leave that up for you to watch but it's a brilliant brilliant, uh, trilogy of action films. I think... uh, uh, the fourth film is in production as well, but that is one film in particular that I really love you guys to watch just if you want to switch off for two hours just you know some you know just some brain dead um, crazy crazy action for you uh, during these trying times so what, elaine what 's your pick
0: my pick so i 've already broken the um the rhetoric here and I've chosen Terrace House which is a Japanese reality TV show. It's recently gained a lot of popularity because it's now available on Netflix. Um, this is yeah so it's a reality show but it's unlike what you see in western reality shows so if you're someone who likes to watch how people interact this is definitely the show for you. I've learned so much about different cultures how Japanese culture is so different to ours and yet people are the same no matter where you are people react the same in the same ways and that's why i find this show so so interesting because you look at people's relationships um i should say that the premise of the show is you've got six strangers living in a house together in japan the most recent recent season is tokyo so you've got six strangers living in a house in tokyo um three females and three males and just the drama that ensues is just just brilliant and it's such a joy to watch. And you'll definitely get hooked onto it if you start from the beginning of the season. And there is a rotating cast of people, so people are free to leave and um, and go as they please. And just, yeah, so much drama. And there's so many seasons as well. Um, there's I think there's at least four other seasons and most of these are available on Netflix. So definitely give that one a watch if you want something that will take your mind off Um, the world and yeah lots of hours to fill with that one i'm
1: just gonna jump in i'm gonna (laughs) jump in elaine i'm really sorry i have not seen terrace house i don't think i will be watching terrace house oh Uh, you're missing uh,
0: out you're missing out (laughs)
1: um i tv is not for me tv takes too long especially reality tv i rather watch movies that two hours you start you finish stories more or less wrapped up in most of them but um, i'm glad you enjoyed it at least so thanks for getting <laughs> for the listeners i'm sure they will enjoy it hey now I might, I might stray away from that one
0: yeah well now at least we've got a lot more than two hours so i think you say that you say that now but who, knows, who knows what will happen
1: very right. very true very true
0: all right moving on to our second category which is a film to watch if you want some peace and quiet john what have you got for me
1: I've got a film, uh, Sofia Coppola directed it in the early 2000s. It's called Lost in Translation. Uh, it stars my guy, Bill Murray. Um, <laughs> it also stars Scarlett Johansson. So effectively, what the premise of the film is, it's actually based in uh, Tokyo, Japan. It's about an ageing actor, played by Bill Murray, and a psychology student, Uh, Scarlett Johansson and it's pretty much just about their story of how lonely they are in a place where they don't speak the language. Um, It's a fascinating film. It's more so, it's the film says more in its quiet moments than it does in the moments where there are dialogue. It's beautifully shot. Some of, the, some, of the, some of the cinematography in this film is just stunning with regards to the neon lights and um, Bill Murray's character and Scarlett Johansson's characters. They're running through uh, the Tokyo um, laneways and side streets. It's just a fascinating film. I won't go into it too much, but it definitely explores the psychology of what it means to be in a relationship, uh, what it means to be lonely, what it means to be inside your head, and I just think it's one of the best films that i've seen in a very very long time i watched it about a month ago um so check it out it's a really really good one
0: wow yeah you definitely convinced me once you mentioned cinematography because that is my kryptonite love love a good aesthetic (laughs) film plus it's set in japan which is just amazing Um, shout out to all my japan people out there shout out to
1: all the tokyo people
0: we've tried to pick most films that are available on Netflix so this next one uh, is also a, a film I think Lost in Translation was released quite a while back wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah 2003 don't quote me on it but I think it was 03 film yeah.
0: Yeah so I've got another film that was released um, before I was born I believe so You've Got Mail. Amazing! Um, it's a rom com by Nora Ephron. He has also made a lot of other amazing, amazing rom rom-com, rom coms. Some of them are very, very well known, like um, When Harry Met Sally or Sleepless in Seattle. But my personal favorite is You've Got Mail, and this is one that actually I came across because of the Rewatchables podcast. Thanks to you, John.
1: Shout out to the rewatchable. Shout out to my guy,
0: Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, such amazing movie. Oh, also, yes, Tom Hanks, um, thankfully, out of the hospital, recovered from COVID-19. So, yeah, if you want a bit of a throwback film, definitely watch You've Got Mal, and it takes you away from uh, our current world. All right. So, uh, I guess we'll move on to our next category, which is a film to watch if you want to cry. John, what what have you written down?
1: I'm going to put out a disclaimer here. I, If I'm watching a drama and if it's even remotely sad, I'm probably going to shed a couple of tears. <laughs> that being said, in Noah Baumbach's Marriage Story, which came out on Netflix um, late last year, Yeah, there were probably five or six scenes where I cried. Um, You know, there's a famous Cure song, Boys Don't Cry, uh, Boys Don't Cry, you know. Well, I do. So (laughs) basically it stars Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. It's also got a superb supporting cast, Laura Dern and Ray Liotta in that supporting cast, and Mm -hmm. it's basically about... um, basically about the divorce of a successful uh, Broadway uh, director and his wife who's the star actress in uh, many of his plays and it's just about the process of divorce it's a fascinating movie there's not a lot of divorce movies the only one that I could probably think of in the past another great one is Kramer versus Kramer and Noah Baumbach's previous film also I think mid-2000s The Squid and the Whale but Marriage Story is just a it's a gut-wrenching piece of what divorce and the process of it and the divorce settlement with regards to the lawyers, what it does to the two people in it. And it's also fascinating as well to see um, how people still love each other, even though that they're going through this process of Mm -hmm. divorce. So it's a brilliant film. It's some of the most superb acting that you will see in any film you watch during this uncertain period Adam Driver in particular he carries the second half of the film and he is just incredible soul crushingly good he is incredible there is one scene where it's just Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson in a kind of desolate apartment or like a condominium in Los Angeles and it's probably one of the most gut wrenching six minute scenes you'll see check it out it's really good I cried a lot mostly towards the end but Alain said it as well I'll just uh, I'll let Alain add in a little piece here as well
0: yeah so Adam Driver definitely he plays a tortured soul so well it's incredible Um, and also I think Laura Dern she won for best supporting actress this year at the Oscars I believe the queen
1: the queen Laura McQueen McQueen
0: but yeah definitely worth the watch Um, I've got another one that um, we both have for sure watched each other cry over, along with our other friend Arby. Love you, Arby. Um So yeah, this, that's my yeah. So this is of course your name. If you're Asian, one thousand percent you've heard this of this film. It's an animated film. Um, um, I've forgotten the name of the director, which is bad. But he he's just released a another anime feature which was weathering with you which i still have to watch but i have heard that your name is just the um the absolute peak in anime featured films i think it was the one that sort of broke through along with spirited away which i'll mention later on Uh, it's just absolutely incredible stunning piece of work the 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 playlist the soundtrack oh could not get any better rad wimps amazing um yeah just a story about i guess love and about um names essentially okay so moving on to our fourth category we've got a film to watch if you want a non-stop thriller that keeps you on the edge of your seat john what have you got
1: it's my guy adam sandler safety brothers directing uncut gems (laughs) I'm a pretty energetic guy, I'll be very, very honest. Now, Uncut Gems is, it's as if you're sitting there for two hours, you've had eight Red Bulls, you've had four shots of coffee, and you're just sweating anxiously throughout the whole film. It is a brilliant film. The score is like this neo-80s electronic Uh, New Order-ish score You've got Howard Ratner who plays uh, Played by Anthony Sandler who is A New York uh, Diamond District Jeweller He's going around town making all these crazy bets On sporting games, Uh, namely I think it's The Philadelphia-Boston series in uh, 2012 in the NBA Finals, Uh, no sorry, um, the Eastern Conference Finals I think it was and it is One of the most frenetically paced Edge of your seat films that I've Ever seen, you're almost frustrated At uh, Howard Ratner uh Howard Ratner's um actions, most of the film, it is so good also on Netflix is Good Time by the Safety Brothers. Check that out. But if you want something that just it induces claustrophobia and a certain type of anxiety, you need to watch Uncut Gems. It's brilliant. It's got even Kevin Garnett, who's a former NBA great, stars in it. Plays a brilliant role. Idina uh, Menzel, who uh, I think she was Elsa from Frozen, is actually I Howard's think, wife yeah, in the film. So. It's brilliant. It's great. Watch it. And one of the best ones you'll find on Netflix at the moment. It's truly, truly, truly gripping. So, Elaine, what do you have?
0: I have a classic. One that's already been mentioned on this pod, and it is none other than Parasite, of course. Winner of Best best Feature Film... Was the Best Picture? Yeah, Best Picture at the um, Oscars 2020. Um, yeah, this... Like I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard it already, but it's a film where you, it's best if you don't know anything about it going into it. It's just you just go in, just watch it, and trust Bong Joon Ho, the man, also director of a couple other amazing films like Okja and Snowpiercer.
1: Also available Those, on Netflix.
0: Yes, and um, Parasite unfortunately not available on Netflix, but you can go to the cinema and watch it. Although, um, yeah, just try and go. Um, and sit away from people perhaps that would be the best idea but yeah definitely worth watching in a cinema if you can Um, visually stunning um, and the way it builds throughout the beginning of the film and then the second half is just absolutely just a genius and yeah just that's it just watch it that's my that's my one advice if there's any film in this that you haven't watched yet I reckon watch Parasite.
1: I'm just going to add my Instagram profile picture is a photo of Bong uh doing the little barbie kisses with his two Oscars that he won at the most recent Academy Awards. It is one of the best films I've ever seen, probably a top 5 or top 10 film for me ever. Um surprisingly mm-hmm. it is the most tangible and accessible um foreign film that I've ever seen. Uh despite the subtitles and the barrier that they may present, uh, no no messages are lost. No symbolism is lost. Uh, it's all metaphorical. As one of the uh, key characters says early on in the piece, it's one of the best films you will watch. Mm-hmm. Buy it on YouTube, rent it on YouTube, do whatever you can. If there's one film in this entire list that you've got to watch immediately, it would be Parasite. So, Elena, I'll hand it back to you.
0: All right. So that's all for that category. Moving on to our fifth category. We've got a film to watch if you haven't seen it before. Although technically Parasite comes into that, but this, we've got two two more films for you. John, what film have you got?
1: I don't think you've seen this one and I think you've picked a film that I haven't seen either. My film for you, Elaine, is The Godfather. I
0: have, I have actually watched it. I have watched the first one. Not the second one, not the third one, but I have watched the first one.
1: Goodness gracious. So even <laughs> that then, make it The Godfather 2. Watch the first two Godfathers if you can. They're probably... If we're going unanimous decision within the film community, they're probably the greatest two films ever. It's probably the greatest sequel ever, Godfather 2. Um, Unfortunately, Shrek 2 doesn't make that cut. It's probably (laughs) second to the Godfather 2. Um, Shout out to all my Shrek 2 fans. Shrek Shrek 2, oh, my God. I Need a Hero from Shrek say, 2. If we're okay. going to talk we're, about we're the you best. we
0: getting here? Yeah, okay, because I could add some other um, contesters there. But anyway, back to The Godfather. I'm
1: just going to say, we're just going to say on Shrek 2, the I Need a Hero scene is one <laughs> of the greatest <laughs> scenes in cinema history. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> going, back to, going back to The Godfather, uh, Robert De Niro, Robert Duvall, Al Pacino, Marlon Brando in the first one, it's got some of the – biggest heavy hitters in cinema history uh, Mario Puzo's uh, books have been adapted to the screen by Francis Ford Coppola um, it is some of the best cinematography as well that you ever see I think it's Robert Evans it's just he's the prince of darkness is what they like to call him it's just brilliantly shot the acting is incredible Brando's performance in the first one and Pacino's in particular in the second one are performances that you just don't see anymore in cinema they are so, uh, they just do so much around the dialogue. The dialogue's brilliant. What they don't say is brilliant. The cinematography is just gorgeous. In 1940s New York City and Long Island, it's just, it's one of my favourite films. It's one I've watched with my brother countless times. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely see it. It's If you you want to start getting into film, Godfather and Godfather 2 are where you start with it. Elaine, what's your pick?
0: My pick is Spirited Away for this category. So um, on the... I guess note of foreign film Spirited Away is of course a Japanese animated film by the world-renowned Studio Ghibli Studios. Um, That's a lot of studios in one sentence. Uh, So directed by Hayao Miyazaki who has also directed some other incredible incredible films. This film along with the whole entire Studio Ghibli collection pretty much made up my childhood and was my gateway into Asian culture as someone who lived in Australia, separate from my family. This was something that I was so, so proud of watching growing up. Um, and it's one that also got its rightful recognition worldwide. I think it was, I might be wrong, but the first foreign film to be nominated for Best Picture. That might be completely wrong, I'm sorry. But just from what I remember, it's definitely one that broke through the foreign market. Don't be... F- Um, I guess scared of the subtitles. I do recommend watching it in Japanese and reading the subtitles. Personally, not a big fan of dubbed movies, although if if that's more to your taste, then by all means go ahead and watch the dubbed version. It is now available on Netflix. Um, It's just a story about a young girl and her parents and they move to a different um, city, more in the countryside, and they basically come across this spiritual dimension. And the adventures that she goes on is just so incredible. Um, It's so magical it's just so gorgeous the soundtrack as well amazing by Joe Hisaishi I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that I'm Chinese not Japanese um so yeah this is just so stunning worth the watch um and it's literally available on Netflix so you don't have an excuse okay and John has not watched it so watch it John <laughs>
1: Yes, so I've got to watch that one. I haven't watched too many Studio Ghibli uh, films, but I will be watching it when we have this period off, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. keen to watch some of the other ones. I think they've also got How's Moving Castle out there now as well, and um, yes. I think it's My Neighbor Totoro, I think, is another one that I've been recommended, mm-hmm. so I will definitely have to watch that. Um, now, the next category I'll introduce, it's a film to watch if you want to laugh. Uh, I'll start off with my pick. It's Step Brothers, so it's Adam McKay-directed, will ferrell john c Riley. it's about 240 something uh you know bachelors i'll call them Uh, they live both live at home uh with their mother and father respectively the mother and father um, sorry their parents uh i think it's if i'm not mistaken uh will ferrell's mother and john c Riley's father uh, they get married so they are now obviously the titular stepbrothers of the film um there are some scenes that are absolute pure comedic gold in this film. There is one where, and I won't spoil it too much, but Will Ferrell rubs his bullsack on John C. Riley's character's drum set. Oh, it okay. is one of the funniest scenes. I don't know if we need to cut that out for the podcast. I didn't do any swearing, so hopefully it's fine. Um it is just pure gold. The soundtrack's brilliant as well. It's just about the adventures of these two step brothers throughout the film. Uh, they hate each other initially, and then they slowly begin to like each other. Uh, Adam Scott plays, I think, it is Will Ferrell's uh, brother. He plays like the perfect, for lack of a better word, ar- brother. It's very very funny <laughs> performance from him and you have to see it it's just one that will just make you laugh for two hours as with the first category it'll just take your mind off things for a bit and um yeah one of my favorite comedies of the uh, 21st century check it out
0: cool i definitely i haven't watched that so that's definitely on the list okay my movie for this is one that i just watched two days ago um and it's the Big Six, so released in two thousand and seventeen, it tells the story of a comedian and his romance with one of his um, audience listeners. And what happens is she goes into a coma, and he, being um, a Pakistani immigrant family, or I'm not sure if he was he lived in Pakistan, but he his family is Pakistani, um, and they are also Muslim. And he has to battle with. The disapproval of his parents and what he feels to be right and since he is a comedian himself it's just an amazingly funny and wholesome for lack of a better word film that definitely um, you guys should have a look at if you want to laugh. The trailer is also so funny and if, if you're not convinced by what I'm saying which probably is not that convincing watch the trailer because the trailer itself is just amazing.
1: I've also seen the Big Sick. It is incredibly funny. My favourite character in it um, is Ray Romano's character. I think it's um, the female protagonist, dad uh, He's just—I just love Ray Romano. I always <laughs> watched Everybody Loves Raymond as well when I was little. Uh, it's a great film. Uh, check it out. It's—it's uh, just—it's a, a very, very fascinating film with regards to uh, how um you know when you go into a relationship with a family how they deal with different cultures as well um just a re- really interesting film really engaging and um yeah we'll make you laugh maybe you make you cry in some sections or maybe that's just me who knows so very good <laughs> film to watch
0: okay so did you want to introduce the very last category
1: uh, yeah sure So the last category uh, That I've, we've selected Is a film to watch That makes you think Now uh, given the time Not only of health uncertainty But economic uncertainty uh, I've just gone back to another Adam McKay film Funnily enough And it's called The Big Short So it stars Brad Pitt Christian Bale Ryan Gosling Ryan Gosling's character, by the way, is kind of like a parallel dimension version of me in terms of the energy he brings to the screen. Um, It's about the global financial crisis of 2007, 2008, and pretty much the people on Wall Street that saw it was coming and decided to bet against it uh, for financial gain. It's a fascinating look. At um, the economics behind it, with regards to the mortgage-backed securities, or pretty much um, the bonds around people's mortgages, and pretty much how the U.S. Uh, not only the stock market, but the um, the housing housing industry or you know mortgage industry pretty much collapsed on itself. So, uh, what Adam McKay does really well is he explains the terms in he dumbs it down to such a point where anybody can watch and understand what's going on. Uh, You know For example He's got uh, Margot Robbie I think in a bubble bath explaining complex um, you know, economic theories it's a great film uh, some of the acting in it as well, I forgot to mention Steve Carell as one of the hedge fund managers betting against the uh, housing market it is, uh, he is superb it's a great film uh, watch it just to have a think about what happened then in the global financial crisis and um, yeah it also gets you thinking a little bit about um, what's happening at the moment with regards to where the economy might be headed Uh, in this uncertain time as well so elaine what's your pick for this uh
0: my pick again uh, um is another one that i have mentioned previously and that is phantom thread um yeah i just couldn't really think of any new films to add to this category um but phantom thread is also available on netflix and just an amazing film to watch if you like um to yeah, watch something that makes you think because, yeah, the twist at the end and during the entire film, you really don't know what's going to happen, so it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Okay, right, so, so that's, we're done. Yeah. That's all our that's categories. from us. <laughs> so, yeah, let us know if you guys actually do end up watching any of these films. I'd love to know what you thought. Just shoot us a message, find us. Um, I guess on email would be the most accessible. Um, and, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time.
1: Yeah, easy. Catch you guys later. Ciao. Stay gold.